You ready to rock? Yep. I'm ready. I'm so ready. You're here in person. Are we rolling? Oh, God, hey. Are you ready to rock? (laughs) Jake, why don't you play your guitar when you're here live? (laughs) That's why. (laughs) Oh, hey. That's missing a string and stuff. I believe in you. uh, I I believe in you, too, Jake. Yeah, I believe in you. So I have it's a, out of reach. I have a podcast topic I want oh to throw out there for you guys. Podcast topic. Yeah. I don't know if I'll wait for Jake to play a song on his I guitar a, that's missing I, one I string. I have a podcast question, right, This was too. the prop that I used when we filmed Son of a Dungeon. So. Is it really? Mm-hmm. Here. Yeah, because of the string uh, sling. I bought that guitar in Chinatown. I just watched the part in episode three where I was like, play me a song. I was like, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Episode 3 is a lot of fun. Episode 3 is great. When we were shooting it, I was like, this is a full uh, roleplay episode. I'm like, this is either going to be a lot of work. Or Are you ready to <laughs> rock? <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy one or the other. Oh, yeah, Led Zeppelin. Smoke. Dude, I love the Beatles. Gosh dang it, guys. <laughs> Welcome back to the Corridor Digital Podcast. I'm here in person. Um, but I've got good news for all of you. Wait, you being in person out are, there. is not good news? I've got even better news <laughs> for all of you Trutons out there. I uh, purchased a Shure SM7B microphone setup. Oh, nice. It arrived at my house today. Nice. And I'm going to have this bad boy set up by next week. So my audio quality is going to sound like how you hear it here now. <laughs> well, it didn't sound <laughs> that bad in the last though? episode. Yeah, I got an audio box. I got the cloud lifter. I got the whole setup. Ooh, so it's And I even got a desk arm that I can screw into my desk. And then it comes up and over my monitor. So you I didn't can go like, for the low profile? So I can move it around and no... The low profile ones. I mean, we had those on the table when we used no, to. No, have the not, ta- not those. They're, they now have rather than arms that go up. Yeah. You can find arms that go down, and they can just sit, like hover right above your desk. Uh, well, I'll see what this one does. You know, it's it was recommended. B and H Photo had it recommended with the package. So, do I love the suggestion? And they gave feed. me a discount <laughs> by buying that one. You okay. know, they do like little B and H does little. This isn't a promo for B and H. I just like them. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, B and H. When you buy stuff on there, they'll often give you like suggestions for like what to package it with. Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And uh, usually they'll give you discounts. Uh, you know, maybe they have more stock of one thing or the other. But yeah, it's great. I got a whole setup coming in. Yeah, it's gonna be muy belioso. I don't know if that's the right word, but I, I don't speak Russian. So for Son of a Dungeon, <clears throat> yeah. episode three just dropped on the website today. That's right. Yep. Guys, it's heating up in the world of oh, Cecilton. Such a good now, I, I have something to admit. Okay. Oh, the chicken? I the, Oh my god, are we going to talk about the chicken? <laughs> no, no, no. Um, I mean, I'm down to. I, it's let it, a funny character Let it thing. die in the, the Reddit so, feed. Okay, <laughs> I'll get to that because I've actually only watched episode one so far. And you skipped Ren, you two? Savage. Did you go to three? I didn't watch three either. I just skipped through three a little bit today when it went live. So the reason why I haven't watched it yet is because, one, Jen and I want to watch it together, and oh, two... Okay. You want to binge watch it? I can't cast it to my Chromecast. No! <laughs> Scott! <laughs> Dude, so I, that's how we watch stuff. We... we we watch it on our TV, and you don't have Apple no, TV. Hundred percent. Have a Chromecast. You don't have Apple TV. I, you can't AirPlay from an iPhone to a uh, to, to a, a non Apple. Yeah. 
So listen. But that's never been a problem for all of the video players out there. There's a little button that goes cast to device. <laughs> Except for I'd fix that. <laughs> I would fix that. <laughs> As you guys can you know what? tell, I'm glad we're you working brought, on this. <laughs> I glad I'm glad you brought this up, Ren, because um I have I'd like to just say how gracious the audience has been for putting up with some of the jank on the platform. I know that there's jank and we have a to-do list a mile long and we're bringing on another uh developer uh well nice. they're going through testing right now and then she, if she starts it'll be two weeks from now and then we're bringing on the iphone guy full time yeah. um so we know we got to giddy up um with because there's stuff like that and there's a whole bunch of new subscribers and you know so far it's been still very positive but like legitimate i i just want to say i recognize the legitimate issues with it chromecast is one of them sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't it's been very frustrating for me um there's but we're working through it and we're gonna get through it and <laughs> I scott mean, it's, it's all just great. just mind you this entire platform has been built by scott and scott two other people okay. on the ios and android side and now he has a tester slash customer service <laughs> girl named Olive. Oh, you know what? I and haven't actually tried four yet. Four people. Four people. Congrats on expanding the team for the website. I yeah, remember when it was just uh, Jake it, losing his mind in the back corner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, the first, before Scott came along and said, why don't, in his very polite English accent, why don't you guys have a website or a, a video website? And I was like, that's the worst English accent. And I was like, well, because oh, we can't, rude. we can't like, who's going to do it? And he's like, I'll do it. <laughs> and that's how it started. So, like, I Scott's great. Yeah, um, it's a testament to what they've done so far, and I can't wait to see with the additional like influx of energy and resources and content, like where it's going to be in a year from now. I mean, I am excited about the website overall. I am. I think all the overall, content on there is <laughs> on average. Well, I'm excited about the website as an average baseline. I am approval. <laughs> I am approval. Yes. Anyway, I. I love the stuff on there. I just literally, I'm not even kidding. Not being able to cast it to my TV has been a big reason why I haven't watched more stuff on the website. Mm. You have a laptop, <laughs> don't you? I, I do have a laptop. Can't you cast this a is, laptop? This is not to Chromecast. Oh. Hmm. Or Roku, for that matter. This is, this, I have the, had people the message me about issue, Roku The app. Chromecast issue is like quickly raised. We are going to redo Greenlight and and like redesign it a little bit because there's a lot of functionality that could be done better. Mm -hmm. Now, the new projects aren't coming out till winter, so the, the Chromecast thing is like quick. It's like going <laughs> to the top <laughs> of the to-do list because, yeah, it's been a couple of days now where it's been just kind of... Now, I'll admit, what place. I have not tried yet is actually logging into the Corridor websites in a browser, like say Chrome on my phone and then trying mm. to cast from that video player rather than from the app. I haven't tried that either. Well, now I'm curious. That, yeah. that smells like another bug ready to pop out and say, hey. <laughs> <laughs> but I got to say, honestly, like, I was so blown away by episode one of Son of a Dungeon. Like, I had been holding off. I'd seen you guys working on it in my peripheral vision mm. for the last half year. And just, like, I've seen a lot of bits here and there. Obviously, I was part of the game, so I'm aware of the content overall. Uh, but it's like, you know, on average, it was about four hours of filming to one hour of final polished video. There's mm -hmm. a lot yeah. of stuff that you got trimmed down to just like the best parts, the streamlined stuff, the, the stuff that people actually care about and something like that is what's there. I mean, it was uh, 
It was so good. Chris, it's so well refined. Chris Perkins, lead designer of Wizards of the Coast, when critiquing uh, Dungeons and Dragons 3.5, was uh, after playing a game of three hours, he goes, wow, that's like condensed 30 minutes of fun. <laughs> <laughs> and they've been just like trying to make the game better <laughs> to get more of that ratio. Yeah. Hmm. Well, also, yeah. So there, many rules. There was though. a lot of there was a lot of uh, us being. We were very cautious, I would say, in the game overall because you never know what Sam's gonna do. Uh, you guys, in okay. the beginning, you guys were so fucking cautious you're like is he gonna kill us in right away in the first room I mean, to like, be fair guys there's like eight there's like eight the, episodes okay let's let's also not forget the very first thing that i did in the entire game which didn't make it into the final episode was i sent chippy on a mission down into a hole chippy is my little chipmunk sitting on my mm, shoulder is, the whole time for, for listeners that have seen the first episode this is literally when you walk into the cave and we're Go at to the, the door. door. Before yeah. that happens, there's a brief detour. Runs like a hole. What's in it? Well, no, like we're in the <laughs> we're, we're trying yeah. to get in. The door's locked, and I'm like wanting to knock on it, and everyone's like, "No, don't do that." And then before I actually like, whoosh, did that, we found a hole, and I was like, "Oh, Chippy, go down to the hole and check it out." I'm like, "Hi." He. And right off the bat, <laughs> a mission. monster comes out and tries to attack Chippy. Yeah. And yeah. Chippy's got like what three or four health points. Like Pretty much. any attack that lands was going to kill him instantly. You, I, I fought for the scene because I thought the idea of being like Ren's gonna learn a lesson in this scene <laughs> and we have an emotional stakes with the chipmunk there's like a lot of feelings there but then at the counter argument is is the first role initiative for this entire show Chippy. Ren throwing a chipmunk a duel but then uh, the monster misses and I'm able to bring Chippy back. Now, I don't know how much of that was Sam going, I can't have a death be the literal first thing of this entire campaign. Maybe he rolled, rolled high and was like, it missed. <laughs> I don't know. I'll never know. All I know is that that scared the hell out of me, and I never <laughs> once for the entire rest of the campaign. Chippy was like, like locked took in risk place. With Chippy, yeah. yeah. One of the one of the first, not the first, no, one of the most recent campaigns I did with Sam before we played Son of a Dungeon, I ended up in some rat infested like hole inside of a house pretty much right away mm -hmm. and so i was very cautious because <laughs> i didn't want that to happen again that's fair <laughs> i mean cause the other thing too is you know we're playing a game that needs to be fun to watch and there's a few things that, that requires one is we can't just blow all our spells right away yeah right. and then have nothing for like the climactic set pieces that sam has planned oh my god dude or <laughs> some of those or you, set pieces you guys, coming up or you guys <laughs> ex like use Microwave up all your ovens. spells and then you gotta be creative yeah well there's also there's no rest periods because we, we are playing a game and it does have rules like it's true our characters can't there's not a point at which we can rest for this entire you know at least we couldn't rest for the first two episodes mm -hmm. of this thing yeah and like remember there's we spoilers if you haven't seen episode two whatever there's a there's an actual mind flare that appears in and we haven't rested yet after the whole beginning bit with fighting the skeletons and falling down the hole and all that kind of stuff and fighting uh, uh, Vincilius as well. Like if we had to take on that mind flare, like that could have killed us right then and there. And, you know, who knows what Sam would have had to do to weasel out of that. But like so that we didn't die. I don't know if he would have. But like, I don't know. I don't I don't feel like Sam. Based off the conversation Sam and I had between uh, episodes, I was always making sure Sam 
wasn't putting what's called plot armor mm-hmm. on you guys. Yeah, no, I remember. Uh, yeah. Um, there were moments where, like, the risk is real. Yeah. Yeah. There are times where he's like, not sure if it's going to be deadly or not, and I would just always push him over the edge, like, just make it deadly. They're. Mm-hmm. They, they have a druid. They'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in our job as players is to ideally never put him in that position where he has to start futzing the numbers to keep us right. alive. Because the moment the moment he lies about or any like dungeon the first master, thing I did. <laughs> Again, allegedly. Who knows? The the moment a DM has to like lie about the dice roll, like the game is no longer fun. Right. Because now nothing matters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 You can't break the dice roll. We that's can't why, all be Tyrion Lannister. That's why some dungeon masters roll all their rolls in front of the players. Mm. Yeah. And I'm like, that's so bossy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's good to have the, the decision to, you know, make I, your own calls in the story. I agree. But, I agree. Yeah. It's like every now and then it, I think it is better for uh for Sam to be able to like make that executive decision of like, you know what? It would be better if this lands or doesn't land or whatever. But you can't do it too much. Exactly like you just said. It's like if he actually just does that all the time, then nothing matters. Right. But looking back at the campaign, I can't think of any situations that we could have approached really like any better than we did. Like everything executed, I think about as cleverly and as <laughs> good as a pot. What are you guys laughing at? I'm laughing at Carmichael making a face of like, oh, I don't know about chat. that. I'm pretty uh, intimately aware of what happens. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's some, well, there's some goof parts, of course, but. But yeah, going back to what I was saying earlier, though, I had specifically avoided seeing any of the rough cuts in Mm -hmm. the months leading up to this. I wanted to see, like, the final thing as it was intended to be seen. And I have to say, I was incredibly impressed. Like, just the polish on everything. Even Jenna was like, that felt like TV. That felt like an actual episode of a high production value TV show. Thank you. Like, it was, it was. Fun, and I'm looking forward to watching episode two as soon as I can cast it to my TV. <laughs> well, uh, let me know. I'll get back to you in a couple of weeks on that. I think there are like apps where I can load like a video player yeah, called URL into it. There are. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You have to use intermediary <laughs> apps uh, to make it function on some platforms. Yeah. I don't need to get into the details of it, but <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the going into it was like one of the major goals was like, People who have and have not played or watched D&D should be able to enjoy it. And then the photography at the table should be as good, if not better, than any of the CG work that's going to come later. Yeah. And then rule three is uh, I don't want to be... The, the big deviation from the node D&D show is I don't want to be filming a bunch of filmmakers because a big part in the node one is you guys would often pause to kind of move the GoPro and you get a sense of like, oh, they're making it right there on the spot. And where I like the idea of like just stepping back, the cameras are just filming normal people play D&D. Gosh dang, and- filmmakers. Can't <laughs> trust them. Can't trust them. Yeah, they're going to move those cameras all over. It's going to be chaos. You're not going to have the same angle. That's it. <laughs> so when is uh, season two coming out? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, Great with, question. With that green, with that Chromecast fix and that green light page upgrade, mm-hmm. you think season two is going to be there? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I think it's, I mean, we're only three episodes in and there's been like some tremendous 
positive feedback, both in terms of like comments and engagement and in actual subscriptions coming in. So it's obvious that people like it and they've, they've come to the site for the show. Um, so we just, now we need to do our job and hold the bar into the bargain and keep it up. Um, you know, and given all the advancements that now we're going to be able to make with season two, um, we've got the magic box, which I can't talk about, but it's the virtual production box. Um, we've got, uh, sort of an editing workflow workflow in place. And I know Um, exactly how to refine it to potentially cut post-production time down to up to half up to guaranteed up to 100 (laughs) percent um so yeah i think if we film early next year then we should hopefully get the season out by june summer yeah and then do two two seasons next year oh wow yeah okay jeez (laughs) we just we just need another editor (laughs) right yeah i mean uh for me, the biggest not it's not a letdown, but the whole promise of virtual production is is that we have like this camera that we can move, and the entire CG set moves with the camera. Right. You know, it's a tracked camera, and we had all that working, but there was so much like so many issues surrounding the technical side of that. Mm-hmm. Like there's a speed limit, we had to put it on a jib and all that stuff. Right. Like what I'm really what I was really hoping for when we first started talking about this, which hopefully. Uh, with the magic box we'll be able to do in season two, but is like I'm confident with the magic box. Better tracking, right? Yeah. It's that's what it comes down to is better tracking. Yeah. If we if if we can have a situation if where we, we can literally have a handheld camera and be looking at someone like a close up down at the ground, back up to them and yes. like looking around like that'd be ideal. That's the sort of thing that no one can do with traditional filmmaking on a green screen because there's nothing to track. Correct. Yeah. And that's that's what I find so awesome about the virtual production with a green screen is that Okay, we can't afford to have a hundred million dollar LED screen to put in a giant studio right. to make uh, right m- mandolins. Mandolins <laughs> to make mandolins. Well, some yeah. of the some of the weird stuff that we Sam and I noticed was like we were like, oh, the scaling's off. It's like no, the the scaling from the mini set from Dwarven Forge is just slightly not realistic. It's kind of cartoonish. So the fence is the size of the door. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when it's not supposed to. So when we look at the the footage, it's like, why is the fence so big? It's because it's cartoonish. Yeah. Because it's so tiny. Because <laughs> sure it has they... to be like oversized at that small scale in yeah. order yeah. for the detail to make sense. Yep. And I'm sure they do things like, oh, we'll just make the fence the same size as the same height as the like house walls because then we can use the same mold for all yeah. of it, and it's more efficient for. And packaging and yeah, storing everything. and all that. Yeah. Yeah. So if you guys could just make uh, more appropriately sized ones just for us. <laughs> just work a little bit harder. Yeah. <laughs> just a little bit harder. But, I mean, regardless, I think it's a really cool and novel idea that we are literally bringing the actual <clears throat> game pieces and the game board to life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's going to continue to improve as the other seasons come along here. Yeah. Um, should be more uh, shots, you know presuming that we can get all the things that need to work functioning. I just look forward to shooting some other projects too using virtual production. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like yep. We really do get it. So it's, the tracking is truly locked in. Like maybe I can finally shoot that portal short that I wrote a while back. Uh, <laughs> I still want to shoot my moon video, my moon video. If we get the tracking working and it, it looks good, we're doing the moon. Video. I mean, it already looks good. It just has to look great. 
Are we on the moon? Are you on the moon? I'd be on the moon. In the video? I'd be on is the moon the is? entire video. I just, I'm on the moon! And then it just cuts. <laughs> I really want the video to music open turns with, into a like, music video. With, the, with the like, a, like a, a lander landing on the moon, me hopping out of it and like taking off my helmet and taking a big breath of air. Just like, and then moon like air. winking at the camera. And it's just, obviously and it's, it's just a vacuum. One, just a but, wide locked off shot. We never needed the production. And <laughs> yeah, right. But it just says like a way to like, all right, let's get rid of all this. Hey, what would it's happen if you, took off a, if you took off your mask on the moon? Like, would you just suffocate? It's a vacuum. Yes. Yeah. Is there an app? There's a little bit of an atmosphere. No, there's, there's no, no atmosphere. No atmosphere. I mean, okay. Uh, asterisk. There's like <laughs> there's, the tiniest, there's tiny, tiny oh, okay. atmospheres okay. on the moon, but okay. it's like so insignificantly small that it doesn't count. Okay. Um. I mean, but yeah, now we're talking about like what happens when you're subjected to instantaneous vacuum pressure. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Essentially, your eyes would pop out. All your blood would instantly boil. Uh. And you would eventually just kind of suffocate. You wouldn't yeah. die of being too cold. Your blood like the, would boil. Yeah. yeah. Isn't there? Kind of. It's like you can survive for like a couple minutes in vacuum. All your blood vessels would start bursting everywhere, uh, but you could survive. The trick is to exhale all of the air out of your lungs right before you're subjected to it. So if you know you're about to ask like, yes, that one. <laughs> <laughs> and Jake, when you said your, your blood will boil, that's what happens when you get the bends. Your, your, it's just uh, okay. gas bubbles you know, forming in your blood. Oh, so when you come up from the ocean too fast? Yeah, yeah I hear it's incredibly painful. I would imagine. Your blood is boiling. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not boiling because it's hot. It's boiling because there's air bubbles in it. Well, it's, bo it's boiling because the pressure is so low. So in physics, there's this thing called Boyle's Law where it's the relationship between pressure, temperature, and volume. Okay. And so if you lock off one of those, of the three, the other two are like, uh, what do you, there's a, a, a relationship between them. Yeah. yeah ratio. <laughs> uh, and so... It, in, in your blood, for instance, if you were to drop the pressure, and you can do this with water, too. If you drop the pressure, the boiling point temperature drops as well. Okay, yeah. I've done that experiment. Yeah, and yeah. so, yeah, that experiment you can do is called the triple point of water. We can literally have boiling water and ice in the same jar, and, of course, water vapor. Because you drop the temperature and the pressure low enough that it all just exists at the same point. Called the triple point. Love it. Yeah. Hmm. And so that can happen with uh, any liquid. Like your blood? Or your knuckles. Nah. What you're doing there is you're literally boiling the synovial fluid in your knuckles. Because you're, you're applying enough pressure to increase the volume without changing. So the temperature stays solid, but you increase the volume, which by extension decreases the pressure, okay, causing all the air bubbles in your this synovial is, fluid to both instantaneously cool and boil disgusting. and collapse. And that collapse is what you hear as a popped knuckle. It is not bad for you. Oh, God. Woo. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> I'm good. It's about people popping their joints that I don't like. Um, Dude, Jenna loves watching chiropractic videos at night. Ten so years of running. Dude, the other day I fell asleep watching. That. That. Man, yeah. The other day I fell asleep watching an hour-long video of a dude mowing somebody's lawn. <laughs> what? <laughs> and he's just talking about like his business practice about starting up a business as uh, uh, taking care of people's lawns. And he's just going super professional. And this whole lawn, this entire time, he's doing it for free because he drove by and was like, I should fix that. Mm. And he's just like going to town on this Sounds lawn. Sounds like you've got some competition for the nicest guy. And I was just like, <laughs> I know. And I was just like, God, this is so good. And then I watched the next video and he was just power washing somebody. I was about to say power washing videos. He was power washing the, the driveway. I was like, oh my Again, God. Again, for free. For Running free. a great business plan. 
I bought a lawnmower recently. You should. You own lawn. Yeah, but it's 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 like a you know it's a Texas lawn, so it's not like exactly a lawn. It's it's, it's not a Minnesota lawn. There's grass, right? Scrub, but it's yeah, and there's so much dust when I mow. God, Nico, you're so relaxed right now. I gotta put my feet up to be comfortable. Just who I am. I agree. Putting my feet up. And now, makes now me... you're not only faced away from us, you're on your phone. I'm listening. What are you, what are you doing? It's a podcast. I have, I have the site He's checking up. out the I'm, iOS app. I'm checking oh. out the, uh, the comments. Did you find any glitches? Yeah, it's uh, called something. Don't yet. touch that. That's a glitch. <laughs> hey, I have, a, I have a thought experiment for you guys. Oh, God. I have a question for you guys, but you first. <laughs> no, you first, Carmichael. All right. Did you guys, <laughs> did you guys know that... Um, Blade Runner and Alien are supposedly in the same universe on the same timeline. That's a that's a segue. <laughs> yeah, because um, they have replicants and stuff, don't they? Yeah, also, uh, when making Blade Runner, Ridley Scott was like, I want Los Angeles to look like a place where the Nostromo crew would go. Mm. And then in Aliens 2, uh, Dallas, who's the captain of the Nostromo, when his like ID card comes up on the screen... He says it says prior to working at the Nostrom uh, on the Nostromo, he was an employee at the Tyrell Corporation. <laughs> huh. Nice little callback. There you have it, folks. We've done it. <laughs> We've solved it. You don't need to know anymore. It's great. It's really cool. It's done. That was that was such a Carmichael moment right there. That was so. Random. I offered to go second. Carmichael, it's, <laughs> it's good to have you back in the studio, man. By the way, yeah, Carmichael's been in the studio all the time lately, finishing yeah, up, releasing, this, yeah, a freaking marathon. <laughs> this marathon sprint. What are you gonna do after this is done? Long nap. You can take a vacation. The long nap. I'm going to do a long nap and then go do this as a hobby on my sleep. own time again. Ah, <laughs> yes. Sharpen those skills. As just constantly playing tabletop games. So mm-hmm. satisfying. <laughs> and then record it and edit it just for fun. <laughs> TTRPG. We should get a shirt that says, and it's just TTRPG. And it's just. And the G just keeps going. The G just keeps going. Yeah. yeah. What? I'm curious about this thought experiment, though. Yeah. Okay. Back on track. So I was thinking about our, you know, watch time of our videos. Mm-hmm. And. You know, like they say, like, hey, don't do this at home, kids, because you'll hurt yourself. And it's like, well, how many how many people watching our videos went out and tried to do something they saw in our videos and hurt themselves, all right? Everyone. Everyone. Adrian. Adrian. <laughs> so <laughs> I mean, I did. So I took that a little further. And I was thinking about, well, how much how much human energy have we absorbed with our videos? How many how many human lives worth of human energy have we absorbed? With our videos. What does that even mean? Like, what does that mean? What, human lives of energy we've yeah, absorbed? Yeah, words, human souls. How many human souls does this corridor crew human okay, absorb okay. on you're average? You're trying to get to the bottom of the math you're trying this to sounds say. Like are you saying, like, are you take, take the total watch time, divide it by the total average lifespan? Life span. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay, so... So how uh, many people is it? What is, what is the lifespan hey, currently at? Is it so 70 or 80? 80 years in minutes. I can. I have my calculator ready to go. Okay, that's forty-two we, million minutes. Are wow, we doing minutes or hours? <laughs> so, uh, what is our total watch time? And divide that by forty-two million. So, so this is this is assuming an eighty-year-old person was every second of their <laughs> life was vibrant <laughs> and aware. I mean, if you divide it by half, you're pretty much cutting out sleep and some work and some eating. Yeah. 
But let's go, you know what? Let's go with the whole hog, right? A true human soul. No, no. <laughs> a no, true souls. Yeah. Well, yep. Would you diminish it? Anyway, by half because they wouldn't have time to eat. Carmichael, quit trying to diminish my human souls, okay? <laughs> Listen. It's a unit. It's 700,800 hours for an 80 700,800. So let's call it a 700,000 even. Okay. Wait, wait 700,000. So he said people? 42 million. 700,000 700, hours. So 42 hours. million divided by 700,000. No, 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 that's no. hours and minutes so, now. So oh. oh. 700,000 hours is one human soul. Oh, hours. Okay. All right. It's one It's one human's life worth of energy. 700,000 so hours. 700,000 hours is the same as 42 million minutes. Sure. It is. <laughs> VFX artist reveals Plus. true scale of Attack on Titan has consumed. One human soul, <laughs> <laughs> and a little bit of another human soul. It's it's got eight hundred thousand hours. What? So Ren has killed You're... one human being with that video. <laughs> Ren literally picked one human being off the planet and went. So all your time and all you will do, nothing, <laughs> except for watching this video. Oh my god! I mean, goodness. it's a great video and it's wait, a great show. Wait, wait, wait! Light, uh, wait, real life lightsaber. 000? Eight hundred thousand hours and years. That's a 90, 91 year old person. Yeah, <laughs> ninety one years. Ren has absorbed a ninety one year old person. My God, that's my grandpa's age. How does it make you feel? That's that's cool. Do you feel? <laughs> it's cool. <laughs> Do you feel evil? I mean, no. It's that's weird to think about, but I think it's also just like. You know, because that that video has what ten million views. The Something Attack on like Titan that. video, and mm -hmm. you know, it's a Congrats. ten minute video. Thank you. It's, I think uh, it's like fifteen million now. It's oh my god, Jesus! Wait, um, that may have just been for the last twenty eight days. <laughs> I'm consuming right. a person Go lifetime. Go lifetime. <laughs> All right, hold on. I gotta go back. I gotta go back. All right, I got lifetime and world's longest lightsabers pulled up right here. Christian's got four point eight million hours. hours? Yeah, four point eight million watch time hours. So, that's like seven people seven that we've killed with that video. That video times. killed seven we've people. We've killed seven people seven with World's yeah. Longest Lightsaber. Oh my gosh. So, uh, is there a, are you getting at a moral obligation that arises from this sort of experiment? or I mean, I don't know. Is there a moral obligation? I mean, I feel like maybe a little bit. I mean, I think there's certainly a little the bit. The ratio seems obligation. pretty low right now. Like, Ratioed. Like... World, like lightsaber videos only killed like seven people. That's not really a problem. It's one we, video. If, if that one, yeah, if that <laughs> one video was doing week. like twenty people, that's yeah. a problem. Is 20, it? Twenty is twenty. So is it, twenty is a problem. Seven's a statistic. double baker's dozen. Okay, got it. Well, that's twenty four. Okay, so that's no, that's twenty six. The Dark and Titan video is lifetime eight hundred thousand hours. Okay, okay. So that's it's one the, person. Not a problem. Ren just took one more human being off the planet and cast him into people. the sun when he released that video. <laughs> what does oh that mean to you, Ren? How do you feel about that? They turned into a titan and stayed that way. The titan, does it, does does it, I don't know how I feel them. about it. It's like, I don't know. I, I feel like you guys are probably similar in the sense that, you know, we've been doing this for long enough that <gasps> considering the type of, like, views and watch time on something is, is I don't know, it's, I'm a little numb to it. It's, it's weird to consider. Is, is it how we keep our youth? Death? Is it, here's it's a, how we maintain our youth is by absorbing human energy and time <laughs> in our videos. Right, let's here's, go, a, here's a return question to your question. Let's uh -huh. go lifetime on corridor crew. Rather than for a second, asking yeah. the hours watched as a viewer, what about the hours spent making? Have hmm. we hit lifetimes? No. 
Because <laughs> we're all like in our late 20s, early 30s. No, collectively. <laughs> collectively? Like, collectively? Okay, let me no, put it this way. If 12 so. people spend X hours on one project, I think it, you know. That still is going to come out to like maybe a few hundred hours right. at most. Are you ready? Okay. Yeah. That's like. Wait, wait. A Jake's going to hit us with the lifetime of the channel. I'm going to divide that by 700,000. Oh. One channel or all channels? Just quarter crew. Okay. Lifetime hours, quarter crew. One hundred and twenty-two million six hundred thousand. I'm so proud. One hundred and twenty-two million <laughs> six hundred thousand. So proud. Oh my god. Okay. Quarter so crew has souls. killed 175 people. Quarter <laughs> 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 crew took 175 human souls worth of life energy off of this planet and absorbed it into its frames. We is the watch that time higher on the crew channel than the corridor digital channel? Let's find channel? out. Probably. The, that's equivalent to the town I grew certainly. up in. 175 people? Yeah, yep. pretty much. Corridor <laughs> channel, corridor channel 68,100,000. Thought so. Dang. A lot more views on the corridor channel, but a lot less watch time because there are shorter videos. So if you took 175 people and the moment they came out of the womb, and you sat them down in front of a TV... And they were just playing quarter crew and it played until they were 80 and they passed away. Dude, that's literally what the they do in the Matrix. That's how much time yeah. our videos have been watched. Right. We've just we've just <laughs> leased out some of the bodies channel. from the Matrix to Guillotine Google Channel, three hundred thousand hours. Uh Guillotine Channel is not it hasn't even claimed a thirty. It's not living up to its name yet. <laughs> uh, all right, corridor cast. Let's see. Uh you know, you know. I guess, you know, it's not, you haven't killed the person. Somebody took their time to watch the video, but theoretically, is it waste or spent during the time. I mean, as a human being, your experiences then shape you. So, you know, the next step they took after they finished watching the video, ideally, we enriched them in some Quarter way. Quarter cast colored one, their life one for and the a positive. half million hours. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's a couple people right there. <laughs> that is a couple. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> almost. <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, in reality, it's and to get paid yeah, on it's YouTube, not a you have to hit four. Hopefully, thousand. their life has been enriched in some way from the content. Hopefully, it's brought them some entertainment, some joy, some hope. Maybe if I I'm sure being optimistic, hope so. I sure hope so. So, hope, hope, yeah, hopefully, the time after the video was watched led to a return on the time watched. Well, Jordan Peterson has this interesting thing on uh, like that, which is this idea that. The more people there are, the more possibility exists for somebody to be like a genius above and beyond, uh, you know, the average person. So therefore, the more people you have, the more likely it is that you'll be able to solve some of humanity's greatest problems because there's more people, which well, yeah, is counterintuitive I mean, to think about that. But yeah, more people yeah. is definitely like, more people subjects. are the best. Yeah. <laughs> people are the best resource. Did you say test yeah, People are the, people yeah, are the inventors Sorry, of solutions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The more people you have working on a problem, <laughs> the quicker right. it gets solved. Generally speaking, right. obviously, nuance. Right. There's right. a lot of nuance to that. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I think uh, I think it's. So one did of we take right. people away from problem solving, or did we <laughs> did we like give them a more solid foundation upon which to solve problems? We're just, we just gonna gloss over what you just said. <laughs> What did, who said Christ. what? <laughs> who said what? Okay, Sorry. first to start off with, with uh, like you're test saying, subjects. a lot of people, yeah, yeah. Carmichael was like, test subjects. Yeah, more and test subjects. And you chuckled and you're like, sorry, my inner German's coming out. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Uh, and everyone just like, <laughs> moved on. 
Jake and I were busy talking about how like we were talking how about human beings are positive nature of humanity. Yeah, human beings yeah. are a positive force. What were you what for was, humanity? Was I not part of that conversation? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Renowned for their productivity, Germans are. Modern healthcare wouldn't yeah. be what it is without Germans. There you go. Nor would many places in America. Nor would uh, many German weapons. immigrants. <laughs> yeah. Yep. All right. <laughs> All right. I, uh, <laughs> All right. But like thinking about like views and stuff like that, it's it's when, when we get to those kind of high numbers, I don't know. It, it, it like maxes out any sort of sensor that I have. Like it's just being clipped. Sure. But where I find a lot of value is when I get messages from people saying that they saw my videos in their classroom. Yeah. yeah, you know, like that sort of thing. That's I'm like, wow, yeah. like, that is really teacher. Cool. Come on, do your work. <laughs> <laughs> but this guy already did it. No, and I love that. Honestly, I legitimately love that. Yeah, it's, it's the cool. best. I got an email from a dude who uh, told me that he shared it with his thermodynamics professor at Purdue. Which mm. one? Uh, what? Which video? Oh, the the uh, the, the Attack on Titan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, look, I know thermodynamics and all that, but you got to see this. <laughs> we haven't talked the about Mario. the Solar World video at all yet on the podcast uh, since it came out. But uh, so he just did. He, I mean, yeah. So with that video, he shared it with this thermodynamics professor, and his professor said it was one of the best researched uh, projects on the topic he'd ever seen, and now he is having well, their that's entire. That's because he's dealing with college kids all the time. He's having their entire. <laughs> Uh, class do all of their senior projects on concepts introduced in my video. Oh, really? Fucking yeah. awesome. Like, oh, wow. like reverse engineering some of the math I did to get to some of those things, kind of like taking some other ideas and kind of extrapolating there, like energy costs, environmental costs. Is this what it feels like? Stuff like that. Is this what it feels like to be at Vsauce? I don't know. I don't know. We're not there. <laughs> I mean, we can go across the street and be there. <laughs> are they still over there? I mean, I'm not exactly sure. I They've they got are. the place, but I don't know if they are... Like full time, still there. Did I think... Jake come back from New York or did oh, he stay no? He's there? been back. He's okay. been back. Uh, they've been. I mean, he just finished his whole season two of uh, the the movies. The uh, Can You Survive the Movies? Yeah. yeah. And <clears throat> so I don't think he was working out of the studio for that. Okay. Yeah. Post production was, I believe. Was it? Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. That's the central hub. Yeah, but I know uh, Eric wasn't working oh, at the studio there, and he was. A primary artist on that show. Mm. I don't know. I, I have honestly, I haven't really talked to those guys that's in still quite a while. It makes super sad. cool that like Ren is the subject of a class subject. <laughs> Not me, just the the your influence. The, I mean, sure. Uh, I'm just trying to say that like in terms of impact and stuff like that when I see one of my videos being shown in a classroom at a school that's when I realize that I've actually done something good yeah my my content will never do that 99 uh, souls I'm not so a scientist there, there no, you go there's, there's you, story. There's you've English. influenced souls in a positive direction right? hell yeah <laughs> it's good that you're doing that to make up for all the human souls you've absorbed with your work. It's good that you're doing that to make up for the world's longest lightsaber. <laughs> but uh, watch time and uh, views on a video on the scale of Son of a Dungeon, like five views can still be a single person because they only made it so far and they're like, so you, you want to come see, back to this? <laughs> you want to see how many human souls have absorbed with Son of a Dungeon so far? Oh, the, if we can see that. Just the, the YouTube version? The YouTube version. Because that one's going to be interesting because it's an hour-long video. Mm -hmm. I don't know how many views it has. Obviously, most people probably you didn't watch these. It crossed half a million. Carmichael, you're going to be disappointed. I know. I've, I've looked. 
Yeah. It's like a 20 year old be a okay watching that video. Oof. They'd be, they'd be finished and they'd be off to college ready to live the rest of their life. I mean, we've already consumed a 20 year old in the last week. Less, less. We consumed like a. We've already consumed a teenager? Consumed. Mm, yeah. Prime okay. blood. <laughs> consumed a teenager. This is such a weird we've, podcast. We've, we've, we've given a child their entire upbringing to 18 and then sent them off into the world, but they've watched only the episode one of Son of a all Dungeon. Of, all that they know. Is well, Bob, Bob had an influence on that. All they know. <laughs> one person in the world is walking around out there where all they know is Son of a Dungeon. <laughs> I really one like us abstracting the view and watch time to just one person. <laughs> so only one person has watched for this many hours. <laughs> just the same video on on repeat, just over and over and over again. Like like being in the, like in the tubes in Wally. <laughs> but we would have to wait. If that were the case, we'd have to wait eighteen years for that to happen. Not unless they have that many monitors. Unless they have a bunch of accounts. Yeah, they're like an Indian click farm. Oh my goodness. Where is any of this analogy going right now? I'm so confused. It it's, wasn't going anywhere. It was honestly. a brain. It was just thought. Oh, yeah. It was a thought experiment. It's a thought yeah. experiment. Speaking of other thought experiments, Nico challenged <clears throat> me to uh, an experiment uh, earlier today. Oh, we can talk about this, can't we? Yes, we can talk about bit, it. So there is a little... conclusion, but it yeah. it's fine. We can talk about it. We, so I this is a secret video. We had, it, we had, is this I had an thing? idea for video, and I couldn't tell anybody about it because it required it to be secret. However, mm -hmm. obviously I can tell Nick about it since he's going to be the one making it. And Jake seemed like the perfect person to make the video. So we were the three people that knew about this idea. No one else in the office knew about it. And today Jake filmed it. That's right. So the idea was Nico, in a fit of rage, <laughs> came to me and said, Jake, there's no way that Batman can just disappear in the middle of a conversation like he does in... So many different iterations of the Batman universe. He's talking with Harvey Dent. He's talking with Commissioner Gordon. He disappears, right? Where does he go? Nobody knows. It's just assumed that because he's Batman, he disappears. Well, he's not some interdimensional being. He can't just disappear. He's a human, right? So oh, shit. he had to have gone somewhere. So he either hid or he left. <laughs> right. Turned into a bat. He just... He can't turn invisibility into a turned into a hat. Maybe he turned his invisibility cloak on. In fact, if he did turn in, if he could turn into a bat, he'd probably be terrified. He'd be a vampire. Bats are his he'd be a vampire fear. man. Vampire man. <laughs> he'd just be a vampire. I'd just be a vampire. A vampire. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he kind of is a vampire. That like, man's he, just a poser vampire. He's like a modern. <laughs> he's like a modern. Actually, dude, he is kind of like a modern vampire. If he could turn into a bat, he would be a vampire. Think about it. He's a billionaire. He's got access to everything. How do you know he Batman? Is a he's billionaire. got all the technology. Because he's Bruce that? Wayne. How did you find that out? <laughs> Wait, how does that? Do what do evidence do you have? Hold on. Okay, okay. Before you never said, that, I don't Batman think that more. he's actually a billionaire, so, but it's presumed. So we were, we were talking about Batman disappearing and how it's like it's not realistic at all. Mm -hmm. Yes, sorry. It's, I find it very distracting. Yeah, and okay. no one would ever react like they do in the movies. Right. Okay. So we did some actual tests to see if that was indeed the case. Yeah. And uh, well, I mean. Why don't you guys take us through what happened? Was I the first one? No, you were the second or third. Okay. Um, I was way too caught up in the distraction. Yeah. Um, and when I realized you had disappeared, yeah, I was like, Jake disappeared. That's weird. I went back to my distraction. <laughs> <laughs> so what you didn't do is go and look for me, being like, hey, where did he go? He has to be around here somewhere. 
I mean, I kind of did, and I looked around, and I didn't see, and I was like, that's so weird. Jake was here a moment ago, and now he's not. <laughs> and I thought maybe he'd gone downstairs. I honestly didn't really worry about it. <laughs> I was like, oh, I guess he does see, that. This is exactly, and that's what they say in Batman. And I was in a similar boat. <laughs> <laughs> well, for me, it was, I go to it, and I the first thing I did was I picked up the distraction, and I commented about the the cover of the distraction to Jake yeah, to be kind of like a twat about it <laughs> and he's gone. Yeah. And I was like, well, there was no sound or cue that he left the area and <laughs> there was a visual cue to like, Oh, things are different than what I normally remember from this area. He's probably hiding. <laughs> <laughs> and I go back to the distraction all the way and I'm like, Oh, interesting. And I just like went through it as if there's like there's more to this experiment. And I just I, stood yeah. there for like almost like half a minute. I was like, all right, I'm done with this shit. I, I pretty much did the exact same thing. I was I thought I didn't realize Jake disappearing was the bit. <laughs> right. So I was just like really going in like what's going on? I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna get shocked or or like surprised <laughs> by someone. A bell goes off. Jake, what was your hungry. setup? What was your setup? Well, it was just a lot of smoke and mirrors. So the first thing uh, was we called Freddie. And because <laughs> Freddie is a member of the Magic Castle, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. yeah. and, He's an official magician. Okay. And so, you know, I was like, Freddie, we got to fool some people. You know, what? what is the idea? Like, what is the philosophy here? Like, what, what are the techniques that I need to employ? And he strongly encouraged me to use, like, psychological, like, uh, gesturing, you know, like nonverbal. So, like, you know. You you came into the room. We had a we had a very basic distraction, which was just some things in an envelope, which had nothing to do with what we were trying to accomplish. Right. It was just there simply as a, a red herring. And so everyone's on edge. You take them into this environment. It's unfamiliar. They don't know what's going on. Their their you know predator sensors are on a high alert. <laughs> yeah. So then as yeah. soon as you as soon as you're like okay that's the thing, and then you yourself are like yeah there there it is you know and you you relax. Then they relax, and yep. then it's like, okay, you just want me to open this, and you're like, yeah, just open it. Tell me what you think, and then, and then that's when you strike. Yeah. <laughs> what what helped was I don't know if you did it to everyone else, but you had a led up, a leading story. Yeah. The before. Yeah, I yeah. did that with everybody. Okay, so keep yeah. that, tell us more. So like. I mean, then what, did, like, how, what did you like? How did you disappear? You're in the so, lower third of the frame. How did you disappear? He's gonna disappear out of the frame. So, uh, so the first thing I said was, the, I had a kind of an elaborate backstory. Actually, we had to tone it down as time went by because people were too focused on the story. Oh, yeah. But the the original was... story was okay. Last time I was in town, I hid an envelope upstairs. Uh, and it's sort of out of place up there because it's a costume room and there's this random manila envelope up there. So I was wondering if anybody would find it and no one did. So if we were going to film a video where if somebody found it, we were going to take the video in one direction and we were going to film another video if no one found it. Well, no one has found it. So now it's your turn to go up there. And inside of the envelope is a special piece of information. Now, it's going to seem normal at first, but I want you to tell me what you think it means. And so, and that's all just a ploy. Right. And, and so then everybody was like, okay, this is super weird. And they pull it out. And it was just a, it was just a to-go order menu from like an Italian place down the street. <laughs> yeah. $1,300. 
of fake money. Oh yeah, yeah. Some the some people had the in... fake money. We had to take the money out because it was also getting too distracting. <laughs> oh, that explains. You didn't that. get the money? No, it's like second to last. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, so then as we sort of honed in on it, we tried a few different things. At first, I had we had this whole bin set up with all the hats upstairs, and then I made a little like area behind it. Yep. And then I had the I had that safari hat. And when they would, and then I put them, I put them in a little envelope underneath a bin and then I duck, I gaff taped it to the table that <laughs> it was on. So a lot of people saw it and they went to pull the manila envelope out, but then it didn't come out right away. So <laughs> then immediately they forgot, which is unusual. Yeah. So yeah. then immediately because Everything that's unusual, goes away. yeah, you forget about where you're at and you're like, wait, what is wrong with this envelope? <laughs> so then you lift it up and you're like, what is taped down? And when they would go for that, that's when I would hide. Yep. So then I would take the hat and put it on me and then I would, I would literally hide behind behind the bins. rest of the hats <laughs> with just my hat sticking out above it yep. hiding behind the bin yep. <laughs> the only person who actually came back and found me was Ren <laughs> oh my gosh and then I had another distraction that we started with because I was too worried that it was going to be too hard and I had a shoe. I had a shoe. And and when I went to put the hat on it, I was I would also take the shoe and throw it over the stairs so that there'd be the sound of shoes going down the stairs. Oh man. <laughs> and that actually worked so well that we had to take it out <laughs> because everybody thought that I had went downstairs. <laughs> Wow. Like they just like oh, they just keep doing their thing. <laughs> yeah, whatever. And then the camera was up there at first, and the camera was super distracting. So then we just used hidden cameras, and that way it was just me and the other person up there, and no no Nick camera because oftentimes when the camera's on, the lights on, it's like, well, I'm not going to turn yep. to the other person. I'm going to turn to the camera because the camera's documenting it. Mm -hmm. So then we took the camera out, wow. and then after we did the upstairs, we did the final back back room hallway. Because there's one scene in The Dark Knight Rises where he's in this hallway with, I think, Harvey Dent or Commissioner Gordon, and he just disappears. So we're like, okay, let's do the hallway. And then we had this little bucket with an overhead light, and the envelope was on the bucket, and the, the <clears throat> envelope was taped from the bottom. Mm. So then people would go up to the bucket, and then they'd go to pull the envelope, and it'd be stuck. And then when they realized that it was st stuck, that's when I would... At first, I started sneaking into the to the um, maintenance room and hiding behind the door and I had this blanket like it's a good spot drop down <laughs> solid spot yeah and 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 I had no shoes on so it was dead silent mm. and I would oh that's why you weren't wearing shoes <laughs> yeah because we were walking up there I was like wow you're all in black you got black pants yep. black shirt yep black shoes are you wearing sh shoes I, was I can't night. tell <laughs> and so then I was hiding behind there but that was too easy again so then there's that little like corner when you walk into the I mean too easy like you it hid was too, too easy. easy I hid and you people won. didn't know where I went it was too and easy they for couldn't you find to me it was too easy okay. to disappear mid-conversation <laughs> yeah well and what I well, so I'll get to the conclusion like, this, goes but wrong. But, so then we then we're like let's push it even further let's see how close to the person I can be <laughs> while they're picking up the envelope and hide at oh. that exact moment Ooh. so we put the we put the bucket right there in the back in the prop room and then there's that little to the left where all the suitcases are stacked up you know when you walk into the <laughs> yeah. prop room and we cleared that out and I draped a blanket oh, from man. the pipe down and so literally people were like from me to you, or actually even closer, from like me to Carmichael, and they would go to reach for the envelope, and as soon as they do that, I would just dip behind the curtain. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and it worked. It worked. 
Wow. And that's yeah. amazing. Really like, that's actually out. really, we, really interesting. The brain works so fast. What was like, their reaction? So eventually Nick would like suss it out. He'd like, you know, and eventually I'd come out and a couple people I spooked. But still out of all the people in the back, nobody knew where I was. And when I did come out, they were freaked out. <laughs> like Ren had the same thing. He, he thought he saw me, but he wasn't quite sure. And he just kind of like casually like lifted the the hat. And, and then I popped out and I was like, you got Batman. <laughs> you got Batman. I, uh, yeah, because uh, I, I looked over and I was like, I thought I saw your shoulder. I, I saw your shoulder, but I wasn't sure what I was seeing because yeah. you, you choosing that black outfit worked really well. The camouflage. Because it was camouflage in the shadow. Yeah. yeah. And, and the hat on top, you had like that weird hat on. And I'm like, what is that? Is that? I thought it was your mannequin at first. Okay. The, oh, the yeah. fake Jake. And I was like, yeah. oh, why? how did that get up here? And I, I grabbed the hat, I pull it off, and your head immediately goes... <laughs> I was like... Ah! I like jumped backwards and yelled and was instantly like, okay. Overreacted. It's just Jake. So I like was legit scared. For my experiment, uh, uh, when, I, when you weren't there anymore, uh, I was like, all right, well. I guess this is a weird experiment. So I go down the <laughs> stairs, and as I go down the stairs from the costume room, yeah, Nick is holding, uh, cradling the camera, and he just turns like something caught his attention. And he looks back this way. I was like, "Oh, Jake's down there now." I don't know how he fucking got down there, but that's really cool. And I get down there, you are nowhere inside. I'm like, "This is too far for Jake." Yeah. So he's still up there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. yeah. But it was only like after that that but you then realized we went. Nick brought me back up, and on the way up. It was your timing because yeah. I heard er, I know. Er, 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 you're moving around. <laughs> I heard get them up coming there. back up and I tried to hide to a different area of oh. the costume area. But you picked mm. I, this my brain skills. I walked in the room instantly different. Yeah. There is now a in my brain a black box with a hat on it <laughs> in front of the spot where I was just standing. And it was I like literally, to hide literally Metal Gear Solid question mark. Yeah. <laughs> and Who turned I out the lights? And I was like, how'd that get there? What is that? Is that Jake? And I even glanced as I'm moving up. I'm like, you could probably see in the footage, my eyes are like tracking each spot where you could have been as yeah. I'm re-entering the room. Yeah. And I even go up trying to lead Nick to like kind of <clears throat> kick and bump the box. Yeah. But it's like, and I was like, Oh, that's just a box. That's not Jake. <laughs> I hit you in a certain spot that, <laughs> that my brain was like, that's not Jake. <laughs> that's not a person I just kicked. <laughs> and then you just, you got Hot Batman. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> so what I realized was, and this will come through in the video. Um, but what I realized <clears throat> was quite obvious, but still worth noting. People don't expect you to disappear in the middle of a conversation. <laughs> and so because people don't expect it, it's actually very easy to do. <laughs> because they don't, and, and they don't know, like, you already have it set up. So that was another thing Freddie said was, like, set, do your set first. Mm -hmm. And then you have to, like, lure them into an area where you mm. know exactly where the trap into doors the are. Into the controlled environment. Yeah. Into the dungeon. Right. So it's not like you can just do it willy-nilly. Right. Yeah, but because we were in this controlled environment where I knew exactly where to hide, it worked. Um, and that's why, you know, Batman, doesn't he always, isn't he always there when people get there? Maybe he's like setting up trap doors and stuff. <laughs> I want to see the next Batman movie. Like not someone all, goes not to pick, always, up an, pick up an object and then cut to revealing Batman's gone. As if like Batman planted that object or well, that They evidence. already do that in The Dark Knight Rises. 
where he plants something. He's got the what's his girlfriend's name? Batwoman. No. The <laughs> <laughs> so Batwoman does disappear on him. Catwoman. Catwoman. Is, is it she Catwoman? Catwoman? Yeah, it yeah is she's Catwoman. Catwoman. So she does disappear on him. That's a big goes, lore thing. So that's what that feels like. <laughs> yeah, right, but right. There is one. What, is it Rachel? Is that her name? She yeah. de- she's dead, but yeah. Yeah. Um, so her her character, she's dead in the, in the film. She watched too many corridor videos. <laughs> oh my god! She he throws down like some pictures. He's like, "What do these mean to you?" or something. I don't remember what he says. Oh! And she picks him back up, and he's gone. Yeah, in the very first movie by the train station. Yeah. 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 So. What do you expect me to do with this? And he just hears his voice distant. I expect justice. And she turns, <laughs> and he's gone. <laughs> How and does he, cl- he get the echo? He clearly, he so, clearly jumped and hung underneath the railing. <laughs> like he's jumping under the bridge and just like, I love, oh, I love the implication that when Batman disappears like that, he doesn't actually leave. leave. He just hides and, and waits, waits for the person to leave, <laughs> and then he can leave. And, so that's, and that's how we have to be that. That's why we yeah. cut to Bruce Wayne <clears throat> at Wayne Manor, just always sleeping in his meetings because he's so exhausted from hiding. Yeah, I mean, so, my quads hurt. After that, because there were so many times where I had to kneel and crouch and squat and be just perfectly try to be still. Oh, we did this with everyone in the studio. <laughs> so, so you got you got a good dozen of those. In yeah, today. I got I got at least a dozen. So Nico, so Nico, oh, what's up? <laughs> He's out of frame. Jesus. I am very curious now because you issued this challenge to Jake. Mm-hmm. You didn't believe that this would be a normal thing, and now. Now we're going to let the video evidence speak for itself. Yeah. Yeah, so Jake needs to show me this, like, final compilation, because my my assertion was that people would not react like they do in the movies, the cartoons. They would either just be like, what? Or, like, ignore it and just kind of keep doing their thing. Mm -hmm. Um, Which they do in the movies. They're like, oh, okay, okay. cool, I guess. Your assertion (laughs) is that they would look for him. I mean, yeah, if there's no clear spot where he went, they'd probably just be like, yo, he went through that corner, and they'd go and they'd look. <laughs> there he is. Well, we're going to have to wait and see I'm the video evidence <laughs> to see what the final result is, because... If there's anyone be in the studio that could pull off the Batman vanish, though, I knew it was you, Jake. It's the right man for the job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm actually really excited to see what the reactions are like. <laughs> the whole video is just going to be a montage of people <laughs> cutting in on people's caring. faces going... What? <laughs> Where'd <do> you go? <laughs> yeah. I don't think I even shrugged. I looked up and you were gone and I kind of like looked for all the places you could have been and then I just went back. <laughs> <laughs> just like the simplest bot. I don't even think my head moved. I was just like. <laughs> I got Natalie pretty good. Really? Yeah. Because yeah. she, she was very skeptical and then uh, she went for the bucket the envelope but the envelope we forgot to tape it down oh so then she picked it up and turned right away oh and then i was like oh that was my exit (laughs) (laughs) but we had we took out you know that little figurine of doby uh-huh yeah we had that that sitting on the bucket so i was like oh before you open the envelope make sure that you're holding doby it's very important and then she turned to grab him and i slipped behind the curtain (laughs) (laughs) she didn't know where i went oh my god That's a fast little disappearing act right there. Dude! Oh my god, that's amazing! Low swan. So, yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing this video. Yeah. That's exciting. 
we're gonna do uh we're gonna review the evidence on friday sweet okay, maybe cool. tomorrow cool sweet and uh make our final <clears throat> conclusions that's so funny <laughs> so we got that going for us over here how many uh souls do you think they'll eat up <laughs> you know i don't know <laughs> One at least half a human soul. hopefully hmm? a half, half a human, human. half that'd a human? human that'd be great yeah. all said and done half a human <laughs> yeah what what what, <laughs> what moral obligation <laughs> results what what how do we better people's life with that video i wonder it's like hmm well they know what to look for now if somebody disappears if anything you've yeah. improved the future batman movies true there you have it true that's that's and that's gonna consume or a at lot least more the comic souls. books that's probably gonna consume a lot more souls than mm -hmm. corridor because all the all the younglings who watch corridor right now are going to be future younglings. comic books artists for batman okay yeah <laughs> there you go the Batman that, is that the Batman IP, franchise that, is good. Yeah, that IP is never gonna yeah. die. Isn't Edward Cullen in the new Batman? Yep. Yeah. Yep. I'm so excited. Glistening Batman. I almost called him Edward Scissors Hands. <laughs> Edward Scissor Hands. Scissors. I'm super excited for that movie Edward though. Scissors. When's that coming out? Uh, question movie? mark oh, zero you know question what? question mark. You know what? You know what movie never came out, and I'm still frustrated because it's not out? Top Gun 2. Yeah. When is that movie coming out? 2022. I'm so excited for it. Why is it so far for the, away? Just for the fact of how they filmed it, I'm so excited. I mean, yeah, Clint and I were going to go to the IMAX theater and see it. <clears throat> oh my god, what a rush. And then, and then it got <laughs> delayed. You just watched the beginning I wonder of Behind why, Enemy Lines. Maybe it's Again. because maybe Tom Cruise doesn't, maybe he doesn't have 2020 vision, and so they said, look, bud. You can't be a fighter pilot. No, he's not, colorblind. Not cards for you. He's, he's colorblind, colorblind and he fought. He's like, how about 2022 vision? And they're like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, they told him he's colorblind, so he couldn't fly. And he's like, no. No. <laughs> and he went to the library of all colors and memorized exactly what color it would be in his own vision. There you go. And then he mapped it out yeah. and he went flying and it was perfect. There you go. He would work that hard. Is, the new is that one? how colorblind works? <laughs> <laughs> to Tom Cruise, it does. <laughs> Pretty sure that's not how it works. I, the, the gods of Scientology did itself. So. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, oh, there you have it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't the new Mission Impossible? Isn't part of it in space or something? Yeah. Like that? Yeah, I'm so excited. Isn't yeah. he going to space? Didn't they're they throw off a train off a bridge recently? They're James Bond now with that. Oh, um, dude, the Moonraker, Fast and Furious Nine. Oh my God. So you mean, good. I mean F nine. F nine. They go into outer space. They send they send a car <laughs> into outer space and they have to take out the satellite before it finishes uploading the death weapon. That sounds dumb. While intercutting <laughs> is a, it's so dumb, but great. While intercutting to Vin Diesel in a perfect clean white shirt. That sounds like a made driving up. a s like a a snake truck as a drone jet is coming to shoot a rocket at them and he whips it and the truck just whips off the cliff and he takes out the drone jet with the tail end of the truck. We could pitch shift your voice down so you sound like you're five years old and your <laughs> words would be exactly the same thing a five-year-old would say. You know what it sounds like? It, that plot sounds like if Do it, Family someone. Guy was making fun of Hollywood, that yeah. sounds like the <clears throat> plot that they would they actually, That's what Fast and Furious has become. Yeah, they, isn't right. it? Yeah, one of the characters in it goes... We're immoral. Like, uh, sorry, we're immortal. Like, yeah. I was just surrounded by ten guys with AKs, and they shot at me, and I have bullet holes in my shirt, but nothing hit me. Wow. <laughs> they, have, they just call it out. They just straight up start calling things out. Wow. And he's like, I can do this. You can't do this. You're gonna die. We're the heroes, and he goes to do it. <laughs> wow. 
That's an so interesting embracing meta. of what it is. And then he's at the very peak when he's in outer space and everything's about to fail. He starts questioning. See, I like <laughs> I like Bollywood films because of that because they there's already this suspension of disbelief because yeah. they build in so like like Bahubali, like that Bahubali. Yeah, those those franchises uh because he's already it's, it already has these um, mythological underpinnings. Sure. His character is already a mythological figure mm -hmm. when it starts. So immediately you're like, well, he's like a demigod. So Yeah, it's like watching Hercules. Yeah. And that, that to <clears throat> me makes it more entertaining because it's, it's not like, no, this is a human. There's no way they could do this. Right. Um, so all the it's ridiculous like stuff that he does in that movie is so much better because you can believe it almost right in the universe and then, but the, also what comes into that is like okay they're a demigod clearly they can do this so the question is how are they going to do it and what insane things is the antagonist going to put in their way yeah wendy was so i watched that movie with my wife and she was so confused because <laughs> it's, it's it immediately starts and it's like he's a baby and they're singing and dancing and then all of a sudden he's trying to climb this mythical mountain that has no top effectively mm -hmm. and it, and 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 then like his wife appears to him in like the mist of the waterfall and he, he like to be clear we're not talking about fast and furious no <laughs> to be clear we're not talking about disney's hercules <laughs> um but yeah after that she was i was so into it i was like yes what's gonna happen next <laughs> what's this guy gonna do <laughs> so Man, I was going to watch The Suicide Squad because it was up on HBO Max. Mm. And I was really excited to Same. watch it. And it's yeah. not on HBO Max yeah, anymore. Yeah, what the heck? Because I forgot that HBO has this deal where every movie is only up for a month. And at the end of that month, the next movie's up. Yeah. And so I totally missed it. Interesting. Gotta get in on that, dog. Yeah. I yeah, mean. I watched that Clint Eastwood movie, Cry Macho. How was it? Um, it, it's a very Macho? like standard Clint Eastwood movie in the sense yeah. of uh, it's uh, it, it has those traditional cowboy plot points where you mean samurai plot points? Yeah, basically. I mean, same thing Did at the, the beginning of the movie. They start and there's this scene and then he has this conversation with the guy and then it immediately cuts to a year later. I, yeah. I was very confused why they had the first scene in the first place. Um, it's classic. Yeah, and then uh, he goes down to Mexico to bring back this kid's son, and you know they encounter all this trouble on the way. Um, so it was all right. It, it you can tell how old Clint Eastwood is though for sure. He's ninety one years old. In it. I'm still waiting for the movie Damn. where Clint Eastwood like does a time traveling movie <laughs> where he gets his son to play him his younger self. That would, yeah. Because they look oh like they, they look they, they'd be perfect. Dude, okay. So what, what's There's his no son's name? CG needed. Something Eastwood. Uh Kirk, I forget his son's name. Is it Scott? Scott Eastwood. He was in uh Pacific Rim 2. Mm -hmm. And before then, Jenna They made a second one of those? The first yeah. one bombed. No, the first one did great. The first one did great. The second did one it? bombed. Yeah, the oh, second okay. one bombed. This, okay. I mean the and first one did all right and it was also great. The second one, I think, are we talking about the same movie? The Pacific one where they Rim? get in the giant, one robot? The yeah, giant, the giant mech suits with Charlie Hunnam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, because I thought that movie bombed. No, no, I don't know if it bombed per se. Okay, it made. I don't its think money it. Back. I don't think it did great. I think it actually <laughs> probably did worse than they were hoping. Oh, yeah. Okay. I still think that movie. Apparently, was great. anyway. But my yeah. point being, yeah. So he was in that second movie, and when I watched it with 
with Jenna. He was in another movie that we watched as well. I forget which one. But up until that point, the only screen time either of us had ever seen of Scott Eastwood was as the love interest in the Taylor Swift music video, <laughs> uh, uh, Dreams, something uh, No, uh, <laughs> where they uh, go to the wilderness. Like, wilderness. Why do you know this so well, Carmichael? Alicia is a what diehard is, fan. <laughs> so I'm, this, it's probably my favorite music video. I'm not going to lie. It's, it's uh, so good. It's something about, what? Uh, uh, T-Swift fan or Scott Eastwood fan? Uh, T-Swift. Okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was directed by Joseph Kahn, who is responsible yep. for the most views on the internet. And... <laughs> He made this music video and it's so well done. It tells one of the best so stories good. I've ever seen in a music video. Every single shot has so much intention behind it. The mm -hmm. cinematography is amazing. The editing and pacing is great. And the music is like, cool. I mean, it's a Taylor Swift song. I mean, yeah. Anyway, he was in that movie, in that, in, that, in that music video thing. And Jenna thought he was such a heartthrob. And then she heard him talk and she's like, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> he has like a high pitched voice and it like doesn't match his like Clint Eastwood demeanor. Yeah. That's that was where this whole story was going to. He, I guess he needs to smoke some more Marlboro Reds. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Uh, have you? Any of you guys have Hulu? Yes. Yes. Have you been watching? Uh, no. no. <laughs> Murder in the Building. No. No. <sighs> I only have Hulu so I can watch sports. Really. Man, I can't. And when you say that, all I can think about is the sports, sports ball. <laughs> sports ball. <laughs> Carmichael, I, I would love to talk to you about Hulu, but. I'm reaching the end of my day here. I gotta go home, dude. And I make hit, some dinner. The end of my day was four hours ago. Well, look at you. I don't know about that, dude. <laughs> You're still here. <laughs> Nico's gonna sink right out of this podcast if he goes any longer. I got some chicken thawing at home. Nico, see if up. you can. Good for see you. See if you can sneak out of the bottom of the frame. I mean, I can. Let me take a look. But you, you can only you can only go out of the bottom of frame. Yeah, you have to go out of the bottom. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> All right. You're out. Stay low. Don't don't, don't get back up. Careful. Don't forget your phone. <laughs> oh, watch it. Oh. All right. All right. He's Nico's gone, gone, ladies and gentlemen. Where to go? Where to go? Nico's Nico gone. Is gone. He just Batmaned us. All right. Well, hey. I think that's the end. Uh, <laughs> episode three is up now on Quarter <laughs> Digital if you want to watch it. Um, or if you want to wait until episode eight comes out and then get your two-week free trial and then watch Dude, all episode eight episodes. Eight? Listen, if it's not worth three ninety nine <laughs> to you after that, then, you know, I don't know what to tell you. Hey, this is not a spoiler, I, let me put, but episode seven and eight are beasts. Yeah. Uh, and I just spent probably half a day yesterday just working out what happens in episode five. And Sam thought I was so fucking crazy. <laughs> what? He thought I was so crazy for what I did to episode what? five. <laughs> and then like, I was like, no, come on down and experience what I'm experiencing. I'm editing with Mario Kart music and it makes sense. <laughs> and he goes, you're crazy. And then he watches it without any music and he goes, oh my God, you're right. <laughs> I know you have that. Uh, episode five. No spoiler. <laughs> so, okay. So <clears throat> I think... If you want to wait until episode eight drops so that you can get a two week free trial to watch all of it, I would prefer you do that than to not watch this at all. Yeah. Well, yes. Yeah. Obviously. We put too much time into it. Yeah. <laughs> but you know who made this show possible? All the people who didn't do that. So if you want to see another season, you know, just saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think, oh yeah, so episode three's out. 
So the comments about the orphan in the previous podcast will now make sense if you go watch episode three. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. All right, uh, should we wrap this up? Yeah. Yeah, what kind of wrapping paper do we have? You guys have to sneak out of frame too. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Just hanging out right here, waiting. <laughs> yeah, Nico's still here. Nico's still here. Hey guys, there's his forehead. Oh man, dude, episode episode four is next week, and episode five <laughs> is the week after that. Ready, Ren? Three, two, one. Ha!